the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Danny Cannell, Chip Patterson, Barton Simmons, and Tom Fernelli. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. You see the siren, uh, you see the headline, and you know exactly what's happened. Trevor Lawrence, the Heisman frontrunner, the biggest star in college football, Clemson's quarterback, has tested positive for COVID-19. He has entered isolation in the ACC protocol. He will not play against Boston College. His return has not yet been determined. Barton Simmons, Tom Fernelli here as we uh, break down the breaking news here on Thursday night. I would like to uh, rescind all of those picks for Clemson minus 31. Uh, I believe that the Tigers will still win against the Eagles. But I admit that this is uh, a development for Clemson's pursuit of another ACC championship that is you know, worth discussing here. And also, you know, now as uh, Trevor Lawrence continues to work his way back into shape, uh, I think that you know, we, we look at the Heisman Trophy frontrunner uh, as somebody who is now uh, – you know, a, a big key factor. So Clemson has confirmed he has mild symptoms. This is not the Nick Saban situation. We had the emergency podcast from Nick Saban, and that ended up being a false positive. It does not seem, as we sit here and recording at 9.06 Eastern time on uh, Thursday night, does not seem like this is a Nick Saban situation where we're going to test our way out of this in a couple of days. It seems as though he has tested positive. He has displayed symptoms. He will be out. Uh, he has been ruled out for Boston College. And that Notre Dame game on November 7th uh, looms large. So, Barton, where you at, man? Where, where does your head go right now? Uh, I mean, it's sort of like the Nick Saban thing. Co- COVID doesn't skip anybody. I mean, if you're, if, if you're exposed, you're exposed. Doesn't matter how pretty your hair is, how high you're going to get drafted next year. You get, you know, you got, no one's, um, no one's invulnerable. And so um, that this is, this is happening is something we should all have been prepared for. And, and, you know, I think isn't, isn't shocking. So at the, the timing of it though, is what is kind of so freakish. Cause yes, like, all right, let's, let's get it out of the way. Like hope he's okay. We expect a full return. Uh, thoughts with, with Trevor, you know, uh, we, we assume he's going to be fine because most, most of these kids are. Um, but in terms of how it re- sort of affects the, the football team and the game and, and college football in general, it could be pretty big. I mean, they, I, I think they'll beat Boston College this weekend. I think they would have beat Notre Dame. Without Trevor Lawrence, the Notre Dame game is – is, is totally, totally different. And so 
couple things before I hand it off to Tom to get your thoughts. But a, it's hard for me to like imagine him playing in the Notre Dame game only because not because like if he's cleared in ten days, then yeah, I think he plays. But that sort of he has to be what asymptomatic, and then has to have ten days of. I don't know. I'm I not think try it's. To know. I think it's ten days from when the symptoms start or when the test took place. I'm not a hundred percent sure. All right. So he could. So he. So okay. So the clock's ticking, regardless. Right. It's, it's going to be tight. Um. And so we'll see. Like, I think if he, if he if he's if he's better, he'll play. No one's asking you to be an expert on Trevor Lawrence's immune system and its ability to shed the virus. Like right. that is that is where we are here on Thursday night. We have no answers. We have if it takes one more day than potentially right. otherwise like the best case scenario, then he's not playing against Notre Dame. And so I'm I mean, I'm moving forward assuming that he's not going to play against Notre Dame. If he does play against Notre Dame, then that is a great sign for Trevor Lawrence and his immune system and his bout with COVID, which is what he's in the middle of right now. So then, then to me, obviously, I turn my attention to DJ Uyangalale. Mm -hmm. uh, he, is, he is certainly talented enough to take Clemson wherever it needs to go. I mean, he was a five-star quarterback. Uh, in, in terms of raw, pure talent – he is one of the more talented quarterbacks I've ever seen. Like, I would put him next to like Justin Fields in that with uh, his just, he's 250 pounds. He can throw it 75 yards and he can run. Like, what, you know, what do you, you know, where do you find these guys? So they'll, they'll have a, I mean, they'll be okay. They'll, he'll, he'll be fun to watch. Um, but, it's a, it is a definitely a different dynamic without Trevor in the mix. Yeah, that, that's the most interesting thing about this to me is obviously, like you said, we hope he gets over it quickly and everything's fine. But as far as looking at Clemson scenario, we were asked, you know, on the, on the mailbag earlier this week, hey, if you gave Notre Dame Alabama's wide receivers, do you think Notre Dame could beat Clemson? Well, now the question is, if you take Trevor Lawrence away from Clemson, can Notre Dame beat Clemson? And I think it's a heck of a lot more likely now than it would be with them. Because even with DJ Uwe Angalele, I got it right, stepping up, who, like you said, he's a five-star player. He's a very highly rated recruit. But it's one thing, like when we talk about some players, okay, if you're missing a running back, they could replace him. You know, it's not that difficult to replace a, that kind of position. But this is the best player probably in college football and no matter how good the backup is or has the potential to be you can't sit there and act like losing trevor lawrence isn't going to be that big of a deal now that said dj uyangalele could step in and play fantastic he might look amazing at boston college and use that as kind of like a warm-up game to get ready for next week's game against notre dame maybe it works to their benefit in that they change the game plan up a little bit because the offense is going to look a little different between trevor and dj and notre dame doesn't have quite as much to prepare for so that could be interesting to see for how they attack boston college this week if they just keep it as absolutely vanilla as possible so as not to spoil anything going forward but this ultimately, no matter how many weeks he's out, impacts Clemson's ability to win a national title because it does it does hurt their chances of beating Notre Dame. Although I do still think they can beat the Irish mm -hmm. without him. 
But if he's out for an extended period, if it lasts longer than two weeks, if he's dealing with symptoms for a while and they can't get him back on the field, maybe they get caught up and trip up and lose a second game. And it's going to be interesting to see if they lose games without Trevor Lawrence. And at the end of the year, they're not undefeated. They're not, maybe they've somehow not won the ACC title or they've lost a couple games. How will the college football playoff selection committee treat this team and treat the games where it was out without Trevor Lawrence, if he's back at the end of the year. So that's, these are just some weird things that we're going to probably be dealing with as the season goes along. Well, not only that, but like, we'll see how effectively Clemson had been following its protocols because Trevor Lawrence is obviously a quarterback. He's sits in a meeting room with other quarterbacks. He, is next to Dabo Sweeney and Tony Elliott a lot. And like we saw Graham Mertz test positive. And then the next day we find out backup quarterback Chase Wolf isn't on the field. Um, Head coach I don't even know Paul if that Chris. was ever confirmed, but he, he was uh, assumed to have been. I think that was a contact tracing bump, right? No, there's no uh, contact tracing in the Big Ten. That was a reported oh, that, positive. There's no confirmation from Wisconsin, okay. but for the six players that uh, are reported to have tested positive, Chase Wolf is believed to be one of them. So, so, you know, like it's, it's just, I think then that now there's that element of a little bit of hold in your breath. If you're Clemson, like, I hope, I hope, I mean, hope there's no more names that pop up. Um, and you know, and, and hopefully one of them is not DJ Uyunglele. Otherwise you got your punter playing quarterback. Well, at least he's got experience. That's right. That's true. <laughs> Against Georgia tech. Thanks. Thanks to that. See, Dabo's thinking four steps ahead, guys. Um, not to go all, all football on this, Barton. I know that you get all frustrated when that happens here, but Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the best uh, soccer players in the world, initially tested positive or was reported to have tested positive on October 13th. Still testing positive, right, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's, there is no guarantee. Like, again, I, this is such a weird position to be in on a human level to be rooting for Trevor Lawrence's immune system, not because I want Clemson to win, but just because I understand that even if you are the, one of the best athletes in the entire world in any sport, you still might be testing positive more than two weeks after your initial diagnosis. Yeah. And that's, I I think that that is like, we have, it, it has been reported that he has mild symptoms. Clemson said um, this Dabo came out okay. and said mild symptoms, isolation. And to your point about uh, the rest of the testing protocol, there is not an endorsement of DJ Uyunga Lale as the like heir apparent. So that is still, I think TBD in making sure that it's still TBD and making sure that he can get out there. Right. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I thought you were saying, I thought you were about to say it from like the point where we weren't sure that he would be the guy, but no, that that's very valid point. Yeah. We don't know because if they're still doing the contact tracing, we don't know what the results are going to be still because look at Wisconsin. They just added more guys today. ACC protocols ask for three tests a week. Dabo Sweeney has said that they are doing daily testing at Clemson. I'd I don't have that necessarily confirmed myself. That is just what Dabo Sweeney said in press conferences uh, in terms of them moving forward to daily testing, but it is not required that they do daily testing. So I, I think that it's very much a, a TBD situation for Clemson. DJ Uyunga Lale is the, the heir apparent, as you mentioned, and as we've discussed uh, to this point, but 
I mean, if it's a Chase Wolf situation, we're working our way down the depth chart. And we got uh, Skalski out, mm -hmm. Tyler Davis out, uh, presumably out, uh, Mike Jones questionable. Uh, Darion Kendrick slowly working his way back. I don't think that they were uh, assuming that they would need him against Boston College, but you know, Skalski's got a groin. Tyler Davis still has been a little bit hobbled up since that Wake Forest game. It's a, it's a I mean, little, so, yeah, like clip. So it's, it's a I sneaky storyline, you know, it's the Travis CTN show, I guess, like if, if assuming DJ Uyangalale is, is, is available, you know, maybe we see just like this, uh, zone reads single wing kind of offense, um, where they just sort of like 18 wheeler style, just pound it, but behind, uh, DJ and, and, you know, let ETN try to gas some people, but, um, you know, I, I think Trevor is, 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 is like more tied to Clemson's success this year than I feel like even the quarterback position has been in years previous only because the wide receivers around him aren't necessarily to the point where we can just like pencil them in as picking up whoever the quarterback is like they, like Trevor, Trevor's making it tick. Yeah. Whereas in the past, you could be like, well, I mean, hey, he's good. Quarterback's good. Deshaun's good. Trevor's good. But look who they're throwing it to. Like, I mean, there's like they still have talent out there, but they're not like you can't point to the first rounder just yet. This so is it's, it's it's a it's a it's it's going to be a new dynamic. It's going to be interesting to see how Clemson responds. This is the worst angle ever. But Travis Etienne might win the Heisman because of this. True. I, I mean, the, the worst, the worst, least, mo least most important angle to all of this. But and that's I, another thing. Like I mentioned, how the playoff committee. Like I'm a Heisman voter. If at the end of the year, and I'm comparing guys' numbers, if like Trevor misses a game or two, and one of them is the most important games of the year. Do I hold it against him that he got a virus that freaking everybody's getting and hold that against him when trying to think? Or do I say, man, no, I can't. I just got to, you know, it's he still had the best numbers even if he missed that game. It's what a weird season 2020 is going to be. So we're going to have a lot of time to break this stuff down and hit all the angles. But I, I think we can, I, like, might as well toss this out here to start. Like, is Clemson still clearly better than Notre Dame without Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Yes. I don't the know. It's not as wide, but yes. I would, I would need to, I would need to, I need to ruminate on this for a little bit. I, I don't, that's not an obvious answer to me. Cause we played this game in the mailbag. I said 11 point spread neutral field, nine and a half to 10. Cause it's in South bend. You give them Alabama's wide receivers. Tom, I think you pushed me down to six and a half. I think that's probably the right number. But without Trevor Lawrence in South Bend, yeah, like we could we could be talking about just pick your side, you know. But I I think I would still take Clemson. There's just some dudes, man. You know, there are some dudes like a Joe a Joe. All of a sudden, you just like, well, what are you gonna do about that? Or like if or Joseph Nagata or like Frank Ladson, uh, Travis Etienne, who we know to just be a dude. 
uh, Miles Murphy, Brian Brzee. There's just there's a there's just too many other options that could step up where you just sit back watching the game. You've run all these storylines. You've talked about all these narratives, and just one of these teams has freaks, man. One of these teams I mean, has well coached, good developed players, and one of these teams has freaks. Right, and you could be right, and I'm not even making the argument the other way, but this is all happening very quickly. And I'm, you know, you guys know, you heard the locks pod. Like I'm all, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit feeling Notre Dame right now. Like I'm <laughs> kind of getting some Notre Dame mojo in me. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let that, I'll let that age a little bit, see if it, it sticks around beyond the weekend, but going to get you a green I, top hat. I, I think it's, I think it is. I think it's a, like, a, I think it's a fair question. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way Notre Dame is constructed and because um, because Clemson is, like I said, like I think Cle- Trevor's been, he's been the man. Now, I th- you know, Travis Etienne is, is pretty special too. So I get it. But I think it, it becomes an incredibly interesting game. The, um, the conversation that's going to be had, we're going to hang up this call and we're going to continue to like deal with it, not deal with this, but engage in this conversation. But the hypothetical is going to be, all right, so Clemson loses to Notre Dame, but Trevor doesn't play. What does the college football playoff selection committee do with it? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm posing it like a radio host that's going to hit you up tomorrow at 10 a.m. Like, like I'm, I'm asking. You know Let's, what they'll do with it? Whatever the hell they want. <laughs> Honestly, if they want to put Clemson in, they'll say it doesn't count. If they think there's a more deserving team, they'll be like, well, you know, they they did lose to Notre Dame and we know they didn't have their quarterback, but it's still a loss, blah, blah, blah. So they'll do whatever the hell they want. They'll yeah, probably put them in. Yeah, I mean, I, it, the the nature of Notre Dame's win would, would, would matter. Like if Notre Dame wins by, I'll, I'll even say, you know, like a touchdown and it wasn't some sort of last second touchdown or, you know, just sort of they just just won by seven points, then that might be tough. But if if Notre Dame wins on some last second play, field goal to win it, uh, one point margin, it's hard not to argue that Trevor Lawrence would make up that sort of, that sort of difference. And the and the committee is is typically it's human pretty pretty willing to engage in that debate and 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 take the side of the eye test. Mm. They think their eyes are really smart. They think they got some good ass <laughs> eyes. <laughs> so like they're not going to sit there and listen to us nerds on our podcast. Second guess their eyes. <laughs> They've also got the analytics too. I'm told though. So it's true. You know, they got it all. Listen, they got, they got whatever the hell they need to support whatever argument they want to make. <laughs> I haven't felt so head to toe warmed by a statement as Barton Simmons saying that the college football playoff selection committee has some good, they think they've got some good ass eyes. <laughs> a, I mean, they do. They think they've got some great ass eyes. They go to bed at night and they like put some cucumbers on those dogs and they like, the eye know, test is too important. <laughs> We've got to take care like, of my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They uh, love those things. They do love those eyes. Uh, we will, we'll continue to follow this story. Uh, obviously it is huge for the college football landscape. Trevor Lawrence will not play against Boston college. 
the Clemson line against Boston College is, I guess, off the board right now. There's no, yeah. I believe so. I haven't even checked. Off the board right now. Um, but I, this is uh, with Notre Dame on the horizon. Again, November 7th is that date. The, the entire college football playoff race is going to hang on how the next few days and uh, the next week go for Trevor Lawrence. And so to, to bring it back and wrap it up, I hope he continues to have uh, mild symptoms, get over those symptoms, and begin to test negative. Weird, weird world that we live in that I'm rooting for Trevor Lawrence's immune system. I don't care about who wins or loses most games. Go white blood cells or whichever ones it is that fight infections. I don't. I don't Trevor Lawrence's immune system because he is, uh, you know, he he is somebody who has uh, means a lot to the sport of college football, and he is uh, he he is an important piece of the fabric of the sport here in 2020. The line is still on the board, by the way. Jump on it. It's at 27 now. At some places. So it's getting smaller, but they haven't taken it down completely yet. At least not on the site that tracks the lines. Buy on bag news. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right oh, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let's throw this at the very end of the emergency podcast oh. for those who are listening. Oh, baby. Baby, it How's... got under 28. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How small does the spread have to get for you to still lay it? If it's under 21, I'll still take Clemson. I don't know how many points... Uh, I don't know, man. Skalski out. Darion Kendrick questionable. Tyler Davis still out. The list of uh, Clemson does this because they're so deep. Sometimes you come around and you're like, wait a second. I, I think they've got some issues right now. They always end up at the end of the college, like by conference championship week or college football playoff. They're, they're normally better. But there's some times where it's a little bit, a little bit doubtful. Yeah, I was on BC plus 31 without Trevor. I think I'd stick on BC till it got to 21, and then I would move on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, okay, I got you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, hey, Jeff Halfley's a wily fox. He's Clemson's, Clemson's beat him once. Dabble made the list. Dabble made the index card in his back on pocket. His, in his wallet? The list <laughs> of all his haters and doubters? He's got, he's got the list. He's got, yeah. There's, Okay, well, like, would you would you say based on your assessment of him as a player, Uyangalale is a better running quarterback than Trevor? Um, I I would expect, uh, yeah, like I, I don't know, like I think equivalent. Because if we look at Clemson's offensive game plan against Ohio State last year, and how they ran Trevor a lot, because that's something that Ohio State's defense had trouble with. I wonder if we're going to see that a lot on Saturday with a new quarterback back there. Look, if TJ Finley can get out there for LSU and put up, you know, put, put South Carolina in the spin cycle, then I think that uh, Clemson can have DJ ready to be pretty good in 10 days. So, and, and Hey, maybe even in two days for BC Clemson. Boston College, Saturday. The eyes of college football will all be watching. He is Tom Fernelli. You can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fernelli. You can follow him at Barton Simmons. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Gentlemen, thank you very much for jumping on here this late hour on Thursday.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 